Hey everybody, Ralph Havens here, AugmentingAnswers.com. And <clears throat> I thought this video session was gonna go one way. I am um, super excited about what's coming up this week for me and for my family and for all of us, for you guys. I'm, um, I'm heading to um, Santa Fe tomorrow to, um, to see an old friend, um, a teacher that I started with many years ago, and, um, and I'm gonna tell you a little bit about it. And as I was doing um, my morning meditation and getting ready to shoot the video, all of a sudden something just came up. And, you know, some things work better than other things. And there's a place probably for pretty much everything, I would think, you know, different types of healing and different types of modalities and um, techniques and methods. And there's the medical system, the traditional medical system. There's the um, Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine system. <clears throat> with um, the, the healing Qigong and Tai Chi and acupuncture and then there's the herbs and the homeopathy and there's um, positive thinking and prayer and there's all sorts of stuff, right? And what came up as I was getting ready to, to tell you all about um, what's coming up with my, my teacher um, as I go into Santa Fe, um, hang out with Ming Tang Gu and the Qi Center, qicenter.com and um, really big healing session um, with certification for um, advanced Qigong practitioners. And um, it's a session for healers and, and all sorts of different people coming together to do um, wisdom healing Qigong. And Ming Tang's going to be showing us um, something that he's been playing with called pure consciousness. So, you know, if you know me with my videos, I'm always looking for faster, better, um, bigger results. And the key, of course, is Here's somebody with a, an issue, and whatever you do, or whatever you, the person does, or the exercises, or the treatment, or, or the interventions, um, what's the result, right? And and so um, as it came up this morning, I thought about um, another um, friend of mine, old friend of mine, who's no longer with us, and she came in with, as a client many, 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 many years ago um, in San Diego, referred by a, a doctor who didn't know what I did, but um, like the results and would just tell people just go just go and um, just go do this and he told her that because she was dealing with a thing she um, she had a problem with her her lungs and it was the result of um, um, I won't go too much into detail but the medical system had done some stuff to her um, or she had a reaction um, from from um, vaccines actually and, um, and now it was like 40 years later, but she had doing really well with it and doing really well with all sorts of stuff. But now she had a problem with her lungs. So, so they were considering some interventions, medical interventions, but um, this doctor who later became my friend also, had told her just go see Ralph and, um, and just go. And so we worked on her and then she didn't have to have those interventions and she did really well and, and um, all sorts of stuff. We got to know her very well and um, treat her for a little, quite a while, but doing lots of really cool stuff and helping her out a lot. And, um, and then as Jen and I um, transitioned and we were getting ready to, we were shutting down our office in San Diego and going to a cash-based system. So we weren't charging billing insurances anymore and we're getting ready to move up to the Pacific Northwest. Um, I got a message from her um, and I didn't get back to it very soon. And I got a message, I think from my therapist who worked with me, who was working with her and um but I was like busy and busy and I thought, I'll get back to her, I'll get back to her. And, um, and then a few weeks later, I, I heard that um, she had passed away. And 
And I was like, what, what happened? And, um, and so, so, you know, um, how do you even talk about something like this? There's who's to say everybody has a choice, right? And there's different ways to, to go. And if you draw the timeline long enough, we're all going to pass away. So, um, so that's not the question. Like, are you going to save somebody from, from dying? Um, we're all going to be there at some point. Right. Um, but the question is, um, how do you want to live? And, and, um, and so she got a diagnosis, you know, one of those not so good diagnoses that can put a lot of fear into you. And, um, and she was reaching out, you know, to, to me and I didn't get back to her in time. And she reached out to the medical profession and um, they did an intervention and she was dead a few, a few days later. Now I'm not saying all medical intervention is bad. You know, we've had stuff for ourselves and, and um, there's times for everything I would think. But, um, but I was like, it all came up this morning. And as I was getting ready to tell you all about my trip to Santa Fe and Qigong and um, healing stuff, because what I've noticed is um, the most important thing for me is what's the result? What's the result, right? Whatever you do in the middle, the treatment, the exercise, the mindfulness, the interventions, the medical system or the alternative medical system, if you've got yourself here and you've got an issue, what's the result? What's the result? And, and so, so um, I remember once um, Ming Tong came and did a, a, a session and they live streamed it from my office in San Diego. And there was probably 60 or more people crammed into this little office, this 1200 square foot office. And we were overflowing and he was doing it and we were just awesome. And, and it was just felt great. And um, there was one woman there who had a really terrible diagnosis, one of those really bad ones. And, um, and her friends got her a, um, a, a week or so, might've been a couple of weeks of an intensive um, Qigong session when, when Ming Tan was up in Petaluma, Northern California. So she went up there and, um, and Ming Tan, from the story that I heard from, from um, the different practitioners and from her was that, um, actually not from her, but from her friends and stuff, was that um, Ming Tan told her she, wasn't, she didn't have that diagnosis anymore. I mean, what a thing to say, right? And that this is how it was gonna change. And so she came back to San Diego. Long story short, um, it was gone and the doctors couldn't find it. And so, so, um, so what is that? And, you know, of course, you, you have a choice what to use. It's like, I'm not saying don't use the medical system. You know, go talk to your doctor, just like they say. You know, get the information you want. And, um, and, then, um, and then informed medical consent is such a hallmark of our system. So, you know, then after all your informed um, information from your medical doctor and from anyone else you want to talk with, um, you know, of course, it's your right. It's your body, right? So, so um I'm heading up to Santa Fe to um, to get really deep into the pure consciousness of uh, Ming Tongu and ChiCenter.com, and I do Qigong every day. And um, and when I um, was doing my wall squats yesterday, Ben, who hasn't been doing wall squats, he's just a kid running around doing crazy stuff, cool stuff. He um, he instantly did a perfect wall squat. And if you know the wall squat, it's not an easy technique or form or method exercise to do um, but he did it perfectly so I filmed it and, um, and sent it to Ming Tong because it was just so cool and I think we all have a lot of wisdom in our bodies 
as kids. And, um, and we want to keep tuning into that is my belief. And, um, and whenever we intervene with any kind of um, treatment, it's cool to see what's the result, right? And as I've been looking at the medical system lately, it's like there was a, a hallmark year. I forgot which agency in the United States was um, called upon to find out why is there such a rise in autoimmune and all these um, different conditions and diseases and, and the kids especially. And they found that there was a hallmark year a year, 1989, that if you were born before 1989, you had a 12% chance of having an autoimmune condition or a neurological condition. Severe conditions, right? If you were born after 1989, this is in our own um, PubMed, our own, this is peer-reviewed research. This is like medical stuff talking about this. Um, our own government agencies finding out what happened. And they said in 1989, if you were born after that, there's a 54% chance that you'll have an autoimmune condition or a neurological condition. And as you know, autism is like up to like one in 36 kids. I think there's some people that say one in 50 and others that say one in 26. And um, so different studies, um, medical studies, peer-reviewed medical studies in PubMed are saying numbers like that when it used to be one in 10,000. And so, so, um, so what is going on? So when I think of um, what to do, to somebody, you know, with somebody, to teach somebody or, or help somebody. The, mace, the most important thing is like, if somebody's here and they've got something going on, after some of the intervention, whatever is done, or whatever the person does, what's the result, right? So, so um, you know, I, my sister used to ask me, why do you work so hard, Ralph? Why do you keep doing so much stuff? And, um, and I think it's part of this, you know, like there's gotta be informed medical consent and, um, and if everybody can just, um, you know, we're not going to, nobody's going to make it out of this world alive physically. So the question is, how do you want to live, right? And, um, and so Jen and I have decided that um, we want to go with the internal wisdom of our bodies, of God, of the internal uh, miracle of life. And, and it's okay. Of course it's okay. If anybody does whatever else they want to do, the medical system, and we've used the medical system. But um, I remember when Ben was in the hospital the first week of life, and we weren't sure what was going on, and our midwives told us to go. Um, he had a funny little coffee, gaspy thing, and they, they were running all these tests, and they could find nothing wrong with them, nothing. And um, but and they tried to grow cultures, is it an infection? Nothing, nothing, nothing. He looked good, looks good, two or three days, but he keeps like gurgitating up, and um, and having this thing. And, um, and this doctor that I'd never met before came into the room in the ICU and said, um, the nurse was there too, and said, your son's going to be fine. He's going to make it. He's going to be great. We just want to do a round of antibiotics. And I remember um, talk, saying to the nurse, I said, do you hear that? I forgot her name. Um, He's going to be fine. And she wouldn't even look at me. And I got a, one of those dings in my head like, that's weird. She knows me. She talks to me. She's friendly. And she won't even look me in the eye. And I told the doctor, yeah, go ahead. That's awesome. Let's just I'll do the antibiotics. No big deal. Antibiotics for a week. And, and um, now, you know, there's always you think about stuff, right? Um, the past, what you should have done. And I just wonder what would it have been like if I would have said, you know what? Let me think about it for a few hours. And I would have called my midwife and I would have called um, my teachers, Sharon and Tom Giamatteo and 
if I would have checked in with my own heart and I would have talked to a few nurses and um, maybe done a little research and just asked like, you know, stuff. Maybe I would have said, hey, let's wait one more day and just see what happened. Because we waited, you know, after a day of antibiotics, he wasn't gasping anymore at all. Now, was it the antibiotics? I don't know. Could it have been an extra day and he would have been fine and we would have been out of there? I don't know. And um, it, would, it might have been cool. It would have been good to get a little more information, but I was in such fear. And so we spent about, I think it was about 10 days in the hospital. It was so stressful. And um, we wanted to just go home. And at one point, they were having a real hard time finding veins in Ben. They were putting them in his um, head and everywhere. And um, he was such an amazing guy. Later, we asked him, how did you do that, Ben? Like a few years ago, we said, how did you do that? You didn't cry. You just... They said, I went back. I went back to where I was, like before he was born, and hung out there. But to this day, he doesn't like blood or, or people getting hurt. And so, so, um, so I think about that sometimes. And, and um, you know, on the last day that we were there, um, we had a couple more days that they wanted to do antibiotics. And we're like, can we just go home? He's fine. Can we just go home? And this doctor, MD, and another doctor, MD, PhD, were there. And they had all of a sudden had this big smile on their faces. And like, oh, we know what we can do. If we give them this one more um, shot, they want to give them two, um, we'll do it. You can go home. And we're like, okay, let's do it. And Jen, he was sleeping in Jen's arms. And, um, and they gave him a shot. And he screamed out in such terror and pain. And then he went limp. Gone. Limp, 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 limp. And he sat there laid in Jen's arms for about five minutes. And they wanted to give him another shot. The funny thing is, I didn't ever ask what that shot was. I didn't ask, what is, why would you do another shot? Why is that shot the thing that then could let us go home? Now, I know to ask a lot more questions, a lot more questions. And um, so Jen then said, we're not doing another shot, we're going home now. And Ben came back and, um, and thank God, right? And so I think one of the reasons I do so much of this and put myself out there and um, people shoot arrows at my back, you know, we talk about the vaccines and the horrific studies that were done to get vaccines um, in place. If you really do the research and look, um, it's horrific. And these doctors that um, say, um, nobody's looking at the science if you're anti-vax, um, they won't debate. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or Dell Big Tree. We've even reached out and said um, to some of the journalists that are saying stuff like that, hey, debate us, debate me. I'll talk about the science. And they won't. And so, so I think what, what I'm up to and what Jen and I are up to and why we work so hard and why we do these videos is there's got to be a choice. And there always has been up to this point. But right now we're under a lot of attack where they want to take away our choice for stuff like vaccines and what we do to our kids and who gets to decide, um, the parents or the state. And so, um, you know, I just want a choice. And, um, and I work really hard with the energy workers and the different healers and um, because I believe that people's bodies and beings and God have an infinite wisdom. And that's what we go with. So, so um, I'd love to hear what you think. You know, I'm polarizing. Not everybody likes me. Um, but if this resonates with you, let me know. If it doesn't, let me know. And um, 
And for everybody, um, I just, I say it again and again, let's get out there and live. Let's really live. And I hear everybody getting up in the morning. So I'm going to get out of here and, um, and I'm going to be in Santa Fe tomorrow and hopefully still doing some um, videos for you. We're going to be doing Qigong from seven in the morning till nine at night. And, um, and I'll see you all soon. All right.